You're now listening to Hack and Grow Rich with Shaheen Shayan and his co-host, Bart Baggett, where we discuss hacking your way to success and the unconventional paths to unreasonable success with the people who've been there. And now, the author of Billion, How I Became King of the Thrill Pill Cult, Shaheen Shayan. Filtered podcast. Now, you know I don't bring you men very often, but today it's only going to be if I have a tremendous amount of value to add to your life. So I have the Shaheen Cheyenne, and he is here to talk all things Amazon, his start of, you know, entrepreneurship and, you know, just give a little bit more about his life. You know, he started out, um, he moved here from Iran when he was five years old and um, he now lives in Los Angeles, but uh, he started his first business around the age of 15 or 16 and he had a lot of fun doing that. Um, and he's switched around a lot. He's done amazing things. He's a business mogul. And by the age of, and when is it, he was in his twenties, he was able to produce a billion dollars in revenue. So I've got his book linked below. I've got his all of his uh, social media and everything linked below. So definitely check that stuff out. You know, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, I'm so honored to be on. And, you know, I think we might want to shift it to being the empowered human because we're all human. We're all part of the the condition of the world right now. And I'm excited about empowering everybody to create these recurring revenue streams. So we can get out of selling our hours, which is what it's all about. Yeah. And I do, I do have men that actually listen to this podcast, um, former coworkers and stuff. They just, you know, <laughs> I love that. I love that. You know, actually, interestingly enough, um, several of my best students who, you know, I've got this course where I teach people how to start Amazon businesses and succeed are women. And they are doing incredible things in the Amazon ecosphere. And I'm so psyched to see them uh, succeeding. I mean, they're, they're, they're kicking butt compared to a lot of the guys, I got to tell you. So I'm, I'm, I'm super psyched about um, women selling on Amazon in the future. Yeah. And I mean, you've been doing this for like over a decade. So um, before it was even super popular, now you see all of these people on social telling you how to have these, you know... <laughs> basically laptop lifestyles. Um, yeah. And you coach people in helping them do that and, you know, making reoccurring revenue. Yeah, that's, that's right. You know, look, I think there's a lot of noise out there, as I'm sure you know. So uh -huh. when, you, when you go on TikTok, you go on Instagram, especially millennials and whatever the genera generation Z, I guess, is what's after them. It's a lot about chasing the shiny thing. So a lot less about the substance and a lot more about, hey, get rich, look at the Lamborghini, look at all this, look at all this lifestyle, but very little talk about the work that it takes to get there and the work ethic that you need to build in order to achieve that wealth. So what people end up doing is they'll buy the course, they'll sign up for the guy's thing, they'll pay a little money. Why? Because it's like buying a lottery ticket for them. And uh -huh. they're like, well, I did it and it didn't work because of this, this, or this. And they shift responsibility and then they can go back to their regular lives knowing that they had bought that lottery ticket. The people who win 
the people who I see succeeding, who I coach, who are part of our program are a little different. And the first thing we do is we shift their mindset. So we get them out of this kind of like gambler's mindset where they're like, hey, I'm going to put my chips on the table and maybe it'll land on my, my numbers and maybe it won't to I'm going to hit the nail on the head as many times as I need to for that thing to go through. And I am going to make this succeed if by nothing else, the sheer force of my will. And it's really the people who come at it with that attitude, with that resilience that end up succeeding because there's no alternative. Absolutely. And, you know, I talk a lot about building your resiliency, my soul, and also not just going after the shiny things. I'm not one of those people. And I know that the people that listen aren't really those type of people either because they understand on a core level that life isn't all just about money. It's just not all. And, you know, like they see these people out on the jets and all this stuff, but it's like, they understand that that's not, that's not really what it is. What yeah. it is, is, is the legacy they are building for their families and the freedom that they have, for instance, like me, give back in society. Um, and, you know, just add value to the world. We see our world, uh, almost and I think that when that social media it's got its positives and its negatives and one of the negatives is definitely um the comparison trap that a lot of people run into so they see the things that are on the outside but they don't really realize that work that work ethic that you were talking about that took them to get to that place yeah. And I, I do this often uh, when I go on stage. I spoke in Africa just a little while ago to a bunch of entrepreneurs, which was amazing. I think it's one of the most up and coming um, areas as far as growth goes. It was in sp- specifically in South Africa. And what I did I was, was wondering if you were in South Africa. <laughs> yeah, I was in South Africa. And we spoke to something like 10,000 people. And before the show I went on, I taped uh, $2 bills to the bottoms of everybody's seats. And when I did my thing, I asked everybody to get up because you got to get them up to move the energy a little bit and get them excited. And they get really excited over there. And um, I told everybody to reach under their seat and, and to see what they could find. And everybody gets up and they're curious and they reach under their seat and they find this $2 bill. And then I asked them, I say, what does that mean to you? And then I answer their question. I say, you know why I put that under your seat? And they say, no. I say, because sometimes in order to make a dollar or two, you have to get up off your butt. And that leads us to, there's no hack for hard work. You got to get out there and you got to hustle. Now, I'm not a believer in hustle culture where like you have to have lots of hustles and you're always hustling and that becomes your thing. But initially, you got to light a fire. You need kindling. And that's what the hustle is for. But our goal is to get out of hustle, to get out of having to sell our time, to get out of selling our hours, and to be able to create excellence, to be able to create value and bring that to the world as our imprint, our signature of what we do. And that that's how you succeed. Absolutely. Now, I'm just curious on the Amazon side, like, what are some of the most, right now, what are some of the most profitable um, items that people are, you know, purchasing now? And, and how has the trend changed? I mean, since you've been doing this for a decade, since COVID, you know, is a lot more 
home-esque things or is yeah. it, um, yeah. No, that's a great question. So there's a lot of great categories and we teach people how to find this. And for, for anybody watching your show, just because you're so awesome, Olivia, I'm going to give my course for free. So I'll share that information uh, towards the end. So you guys hang on and listen on to the rest of the show. And I'll, I'll, I'll pass that along towards the end. Um, because I do have a course where I teach everybody how you start a company, how you find a product, how you do all that. The answer is this, and this might interest you because this is a, a women empowered podcast. I think women have a natural advantage as far as becoming sellers on Amazon. And I'll tell you why you guys know things that we have no idea about as far as, as far as men go, not only that, the categories that are selling the most on Amazon, as far as independent sellers, like third-party sellers, are health and beauty. And beauty is massive, huge. And us guys are clueless about that stuff. So home is also another category that's amazing. And my wife, we had our kids. She used to work for Kofi Annan at the United Nations. She was uh, 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 serving, uh, the diplomatic community for a while. And then she's doing human interest and human rights type work. And then we had our kid and she's like, man, I can't do this public service thing. I got to figure something out. And she's like, I want to take your Amazon course. And I said, honey, really? She's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And she did. And she found a bunch of products in the home category and in the beauty category that I would have never suspected people would be buying. And she has created more revenue in the last two years of selling on Amazon uh, and being a full-time mom uh, and wife um, than she did her entire career in public service and in service for you know the, the United Nations and, and working on that stuff. And it's just because the opportunity is so big. And if you've got a uh, if you have a specific knowledge or expertise in one specific area, there's so many great ways to capitalize on the Amazon platform. So most people don't know when you buy something on Amazon, we should probably cover this. Um, you may be buying it from Amazon, but more likely than not, you're buying from one of 5 million individual sellers, people like you and me, who've decided to start these Amazon companies and to sell on that platform. And that's what anybody can do to create these recurring revenue streams is you can start a seller account on Amazon today. You can uh, incorporate and we teach you how to do that. Um, you don't have to, but it's better. And you start a business and you start creating products. The products are made in China and then you can sell them, you know, China or wherever they're made. And you can sell them on Amazon and become one of these third-party sellers and, and take charge of the piece of real estate and people are buying your products while you're sleeping, which is the most amazing thing. So you can live that. I love what you said, the laptop lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's just, it's so cool. I've, I've like thought about doing that, but I'm one of those person, people that it's like, let me focus on what I got going on right now before I dive into something else. But it's definitely something that's always piqued my interest um, just because I see the way the world's moving, especially yeah. um, after COVID. What, what are some of the biggest um, things that you've noticed after the pandemic and trends shifting wise um, 
for online entrepreneurs and how many more people are entering this market marketplace? Yeah, that's a really good question. So there's more and more people entering the marketplace, but I, I really truly in my heart believe it's still day one at Amazon. Jeff Bezos made this famous shareholder letter that he sent to the shareholder saying that it's still day one and we're at the very beginning. We really are with Amazon. There's so much opportunity out there despite more and more sellers coming on board. And it's like anything, any business, no matter what you do, there'll be other people there, but it's your ability to offer more value, to bring excellence, to tell a better story, to do what others aren't doing and to find these niche opportunities where others are lacking and to bring a little bit extra value where you can win. The, the second part of, of your question was, how do we bring more value? What was the second part of it? If you um, I guess more so ships, but I now have a new question. Okay, um, let's go. <laughs> um, it's I like, how do you think that the metaverse and us shifting online is going to change? Like, think about it, like being able to virtually shop in Amazon, but from yeah. your home, like how cool is that going to be? Yeah, I did that uh, the other day. You know, I do a, a meditation app um, that I do. I'm not affiliated with them, but they're called Trip. It's on Oculus VR. It's spectacular. It's like eight minutes. You get into a flow state. It's beautiful visuals. Really, really cool for people that are busy who still like to meditate. And then afterwards, I was like, you know what? Let me try shopping on Amazon uh, on the Oculus headset in VR. Honestly, uh, it wasn't that much of a better experience. In fact, it, it was a little tiring because I think with VR, at least with what they have now, you get tired having that thing on your head. And the headsets are getting lighter and the technology is getting better and all that. But I kind of want to like put that thing on, do what I'm going to do with it, and then take it off and like go stare at some trees or something, you know? So I, 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 I think we're still a ways away. I think we're five to 10 years away from yeah. any, any real shift. And that's going to happen, I think, when the technology for those headsets uh, becomes more widely accepted, if ever. Uh, the other problem with that, which is why things are shifting from VR to AR a lot of the times, is because a lot of people have uh, stability issues. A lot of people get uh, you know, nauseous putting on those headsets. So not everybody can handle having those headsets on. It actually took me like three or four months to be able to manage like just having it on because it, it does kind of mess with your head. They're scary good. Have you tried the Oculus headset yet? No, I have not. Oh, you got to try it. They're fun. They're fun. I, I am. I'm definitely realizing that that's the shift that the world's taking. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of positives and negatives. Like I'm, I'm just thinking about for marriages, like having porn <laughs> right there in your, in like, <laughs> That, that's not going to be a great thing, you know, like, no. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, but I think that there's, and I mean, I also feel like the amount of depression has increased just by our use of social media, uh, especially among my generation and like, yeah. some millennial and um, the Gen Zers too, you know, that depression and suicide rates, you know, not in your from Iran. So you're not going to take offense to this, but suicide has been a middle-aged white man problem for a very long time. Yeah. They have, that has been the most common, like 
they have been the ones that are most common to do it. And I've, I'm, I've done research on this. And now the rates of black male suicide um, in their 20s has gone up by 40% since 1991. And with, um, you know, Miss America committing suicide this past um, Sunday, it's another thing that it's just like, it's, it's really been brought to my attention. So I think that maybe it's a good thing that with this whole VR having a problem with people's heads, maybe it's a good thing that it, we might not go that way all, you know, all the way. Yeah. So I would push back a little bit on that too. And I appreciate, I appreciate what you're saying. And I think, um, I, I get the mental health component of that. Um, and it's real unfortunate when, when people do that, you know, uh, it, 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 it's unfortunate that, that we live in a society where, where, where those numbers are, are increasing for, for anybody, regardless of race, color, age, any of that stuff. Yeah. 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 No, and I'm not a racist person but, like at all. I'm just like, I was sure. just saying like, yeah, yeah. But, but I know I get, I get what you're saying. So, but I, I think the pushback is this, it's actually not what I think, maybe not what you're expecting. The pushback is, I think that this technology, especially VR, can be a huge treatment for that. VR has actually been shown in clinical studies um, to help dramatically with things like PTSD, clinical depression. Um, so I invite you to take a, take a look at it. Take a look at this trip app, which is amazing. It's, it's um done by a bunch of tech entrepreneurs and it's actually a woman-led company. So maybe you should have her on your show. She's amazing. Um, and it's, it's really a game changer, but it's like anything. It's like, you know what, I'll, I'll tell you what it's, what it's like. It's like electricity. You can use it to light an electric chair and kill somebody, or you could use it to uh, light an operating room where you're saving lives. And I think that's kind of the lens maybe that we should be looking at yeah. these types of technologies. Where. I'm not saying that the technologies are the problem. I'm saying yeah. the humans are. Always. It's, it's how we use them. It's really how we use them. Yeah. We can either choose to be on social media to educate ourselves yeah. and to be on the platform to producers, or we can be consumers. And that's really the difference there. Um, that it's, and, and it's really how we use the Oculus and other um, things that come out in the future as well. It's, it's not about the, the, those just like guns, you know, guns don't yeah. kill people. People do. So that is true. That is true. Although they, they, they do generally have the function of killing things. Yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but, but we got to pull the trigger, you know, it's not like the gun just true. comes out. True, true, true. Yeah. That's, that, that's true. No, I, I, look, I, I, I hear you. Um, and I think, you know, more to your point, I think we need more tools for people um, to kind of get over that kind of stuff. And, and honestly, I think they're, making money is one of the best tools. I think being financially independent and successful alleviates so much stress in people's lives mm -hmm. that you look at, you were talking about relationships, marriages, like what's the biggest stress in most marriages? It's finance. It's a lot easier to be harmonious when you're, when you're rich. It's a lot easier to be harmonious and, and, and not take things so seriously when you're abundant. When you're struggling to just survive and make ends meet, that's where everything starts stressing you out. Mm -hmm. So 
that's one of the most empowering things I think for people's mental health period is to, to get themselves to a place where they can have nice vacations, where they don't have to worry about buying the things that they need, where they can take care of their families in a very comfortable way. And that brings us full circle to how you started this thing, which is, you know, I feel the best way to do that is by selling on the Amazon platform. And I'll, I'll let me share my email. So it's going to be darkzess at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-K-Z-E-S-S at gmail.com. We'll use the code Olivia Cook. And if you put that in the subject heading, it's normally $200. I'll give you the one hour course for free, no obligation, no credit card. You'll never hear from us. My goal is to empower at least 2,000 people by the end of this year to start Amazon businesses. And if I can coach you, help you along the way, support you in any way, uh, reach out to me again, darkzess at gmail.com, D-A-R-K-Z-E-S-S at gmail.com. And I'm here to help and support and inspire people. What has made you make, want to make this shift to help so many people? Uh, you know, I'm at a place in my life. Look, I, I started my first company when I was 15. By the time I was 18, we created over a billion dollars in revenue. I've gone from sleeping on the beach and in abandoned buildings and abandoned cars to having a collection of exotic cars and, and homes all over the world and flying on private jets and doing all that kind of stuff. And so now I'm at a place in my life where I don't need the money. And I am intent on making an impact on the world in a way where I feel I can make the most impact. And the way I, I do that now, the, the path that I found is empowering people to create recurring revenue streams where they don't have to sell their hours, which I feel is one of the greatest injustices placed on aspiring working class people is that they got to sell their hours for money. Uh, especially mm -hmm. now after COVID, if you can get out of that eventually, uh, you can find financial freedom and getting freedom is one of the most incredible things in the world, but you can't have it without being financially independent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and you, you've been in a place for so long um, of being wealthy so what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you since, since wealth, you know, income wasn't the issue? Well, uh, look, no one's life is perfect. And mm -hmm. uh, I've got all kinds of challenges too. And I tell people this often, I'm very, very good at maybe two things in life, right? I'm, I'm, I'm fantastic at influence and storytelling and I'm very, very good at spotting trends and everything else. I am just beneath whatever the lowest chimpanzee is. I am completely incompetent at a lot of things in life. But ultimately, I think what it comes down to is knowing your strengths. But more important than that is knowing your weaknesses. Because I feel like if we know what we really suck at, if we know the things that we're really incompetent at, we can then hire people, bring people on, delegate people whose expertise it is to do those things. And by doing that, those people make us look good. So most of my challenges, like you asked, are usually solved by having amazing people on my team that can do things that I am wholly incompetent at. But I, I, yeah, but I know that I'm incompetent at that stuff. You know, I know like 
there's things, and my, and my wife will agree with this. I suck at a lot of things. <laughs> it just means I need to know more people who know how to do that kind of stuff to help me out. Yeah. Yeah. We need people. That's, that's such a big thing. Now that's the Amazon stuff. So if you're going to start an Amazon business, yeah, how much do you suggest someone have to invest in buying inventory? Not just Amazon, but I feel like anything, your first step to financial freedom comes when you have $10,000 in the bank that you can burn and not worry about. Why? Why do I say it like that? Okay, we don't want to burn money. It's against my religion to burn money. We don't like to burn money. We like to keep money and have it grow. But if you are worried, if you are nervous, if it's the only money that you have and grandma's going to have to be taken off life support if you lose that money, how are you going to react to that money? How are you going to treat that money? You're going to keep it and you're going to hold on tight to it and you're going to worry about every dollar. That's not a good place to be. You want to be in an exploratory place where you're like, you know what? I have this amount of money. I'm going to try to grow it. But if I burn it, it's okay. You give yourself permission to fail. And by doing that, you can go out there and explore. You can take risks. And it's that risk-taking, that ability to take that risk without any repercussion to your lifestyle that brings about success. Now, when you do that, you got to have the knowledge behind you to be able to make the best possible decisions. And that's where finding a mentor, finding a, a group, like we have a mastermind, we have a mentorship program, a coach who's been where you're at is super helpful. So my answer to that generally is about 10,000 bucks. You got to have 10,000 bucks saved up. And if you don't have it, that's where the hustle culture comes in. There's no reason why any able-bodied person who has all their limbs intact and is, is of, of normal or higher intelligence can't get out there and drive Uber or do Airbnb, be part of the, uh, 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 what do you call it? The sharing economy, any of that stuff, or just get a job and create a savings, a nest egg. Don't have that freaking espresso every day. Don't have that latte every day. Eat at home, eat top ramen until you, you have that nest egg of $10,000 saved up and then get creative about what you're going to do. Now, for the people who do have that, there's a lot of businesses you can start, but none where you get more bang for your buck than on becoming an Amazon seller. I love that. And thank you for that insight as well. Because a lot of people, they, they, don't, they don't talk about that side, but since you've been doing this for like a flipping decade, it's great to, you know, have that here. And then, you know, for you to just be gifting a course like this, you know, I hope that somebody listening to this takes advantage of that because it's an opportunity of a lifetime. Do you really want to invest in your future and change the trajectory of your life? Or do you want to stay exactly where you are or, and be in the same spot next year and three years from now? Yeah, totally right. Couldn't agree with you more. Well, I, I, I thank you so much for your time. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Uh, yeah. So if anybody wants to get a hold of me again, that email darkzess at gmail.com, D-A-R-K-Z-E-S-S at gmail.com. Use the code Olivia Cook. If you would like to get the $200 one hour course for free, 
Uh, again, no obligation. My book is out. If you guys want to hear how I made a billion dollars in my teenage years in the 1990s, there, that's a picture of me um, when I had hair in the 1990s. Um, it's called Billion, How I Became King of the Thrill Pill Cult. The Audible book is out. Uh, as well as the paperback and the Kindle. So you guys can check that out on Amazon. Uh, additionally, we do a podcast called Hack and Grow Rich, and we'll make clips of this and share this on our show as well. So people uh, interested can come check you out, uh, Olivia. Um, and that is Hack and Grow Rich on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found. And if you're interested in my bigger Amazon course, that's fbasellercourse.com. FBA, of course, standing for fulfillment by Amazon. And if there's anything I can do to support you, just reach out to me and let's have a call. Thank you so much. This was awesome.